We've got another story uh, to start off the show on the marijuana file. Uh, there's been, uh, you know, Friday, the, the province came out with their framework on how they will sell marijuana when it becomes legal on uh, Cannabis Day, which will be known forever as our nation's birthday, July the 1st. But it won't be called Canada Day. Everybody who has a hacky sack somewhere hidden away will call it Cannabis Day. Um, Friday, the, the uh, province said, look it, we are going to put... You illegal dispensaries on notice. We're going to be again cracking down. And yesterday, the city of Toronto uh, executed a search warrant at Canna Clinic at 6.30 p.m. and uh, apparently arrested a whack of people. Police say they seized nearly 170 kilograms of marijuana, as well as uh, 14.5 kilograms of marijuana oil and 5 kilograms of marijuana derivative known as shatter. More than $14,000 plus dollars were also um, confiscated and 15 people, nearly all from the GTA in their 20s, facing seven counts each. They are charged on three counts of possession for the purpose of trafficking, three counts of drug possession, and the possession of property obtained by crime of over uh, $5,000. Expected to appear in court on October the 23rd. Let that be a lesson to you. The province is uh, serious about this. They are cracking down on the illegal um, dispensaries out there. But uh, this is interesting. Senior police officials now telling MPs, uh, yeah, you're not going to really be ready for legalized cannabis starting July 1st. If you can if you can just give us a little bit more time, that would be great because we won't be ready to enforce new laws by next summer. And uh, well, we need you to move things back. I don't think that the government's going to move anything back. We're joined now by Julian Fantino, who, of course, former chief of uh, Toronto and Ontario Police and is our AM640 law enforcement analyst. How you doing, Julian? Nice to have you on the show. Well, thank you very much. I think one of the knee-jerk reactions uh, is from the public is cops are going to have less work to do when marijuana is legalized on July 1st. What kind of challenges do you think that they are talking about that they're facing? Well, obviously, there with every new piece of legislation, there's always an inherent uh, follow-up with enforcement and policies and whatever else uh, may apply that uh, will need to be, if you will, uh, monitored and, and enforced. So, uh, again, the police are looking at uh, how are they going to be roped into what, uh, in the end, will become more uh, legislation uh, and more authority, obviously, for them to enforce and to deal with that new piece of legislation. And so, yeah, they're they're concerned that they should be. You know, uh, WINS framework, they suggested that, uh, you know, the idea for provincial sales being, you know, kept in a, uh, a like an LCBO form with these uh, standalone shops that are uh, regulated by the government. It, the main goal was stopping the sale of illegal, unregulated unre- and unsafe cannabis could this this whole idea that the cops are worried about not being uh, ready in time, could it have been avoided if the government licensed independent dispensaries to sell to Canadians? Well, I, I guess that could have been an option, but obviously it's not one that was chosen. But, uh, you know, the police have other issues to contend with, and that is the ability to deal with uh, drug-impaired uh, uh, drivers and, and those kinds of issues as well. So uh, I can well appreciate the position taken by the Canadian Association of Chiefs of Police, uh, they're looking at their limited capabilities to deal with this new uh, situation that they're going to be facing. And, of course, uh, you know, we, we've learned a great deal. The police have learned a great deal from the laws that were implemented with respect to uh, drinking and driving. 
and so many of the court cases that went before various levels of the court and how that impacted on, on the police and how they can and can't do their 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 enforcement mandate so uh, they're drawing on their experience uh, they know what this will mean and how difficult it will be for them to deal with uh, with this issue uh, except for the fact that uh, uh, it's being, I guess, uh, downloaded on them very quickly, and they need time. They need time for training as well. Uh, their people need to be made aware of what the new uh, regulations and the new law is all about, and that takes time. It's not an easy turn, the, turn a key kind of a, an operation. How much can they look to American states that have legalized marijuana for a framework? Well, they already have. Uh, you know, police meet uh, on a regular basis, certainly between Canada and U.S. Uh, the International Association of Chiefs of Police, the major city chiefs, there's a whole network of activity that happens uh, among law enforcement uh, officials across the U.S.-Canada border. And, and yes, they are drawing on that experience as well. Uh, some of it not all that uh, positive. And uh, this is why I believe they're expressing their concerns uh, as they have. You know, uh, I, I'm a little bit uh, confused because Bill Blair, he was uh, he ran the Toronto Police Force for uh, quite a while, and he now is in charge of the pot file for the government. Would he not have seen at the beginning of this when they started to figure out, you know, the legalization framework? Shouldn't he have seen that? Wait a minute. I know what it's like to implement new legislation as far as the running of a, one of the biggest police forces in North America, at least the, probably the biggest in Canada. Uh, we are not going to have enough time here, folks. We're going to have to backtrack and move this date back. Well, you know, uh, he, he's an honorable man, so... I also have to tell you that having been in Parliament for six years, I know how the politics of the situation roll out. This is not a direct Bill Blair kind of move. This is a policy that was developed by the Prime Minister and his advisors and Bill Blair. God bless him. He now has the responsibility given to him to help uh, uh, guide this through uh, the maze and, and implement this. So he's not the architect of this, I, I, I would suspect. Uh, but on the other hand, he's now in a very difficult predicament having to follow through on government policy. One can assume that the architects of this plan are thinking about making their voters happy. But if the cops can't enforce the law, isn't it going to bite them in the back end pretty quickly? Well, you know, any number of things can happen, obviously. But uh, you know, there's another another side to the, the, these these uh, these issues, and that is the whole aspect of uh, a medically uh, prescribed or medically ordered uh, cannabis for uh, legitimate licensed users. So there, there's many dynamics at play here. But what we're talking about come uh, July 1st next year is strictly the recreational uh, use, and, and that is what the the chiefs are, are are concerned about. Yeah, and you know, I'm thinking about just our situation here in Toronto. We're finding there's longer wait times for 911, and you know, it always comes down to budget. At the end of the day, if our Toronto police force is already cash strapped, and you know, they don't know where to put their resources, this doesn't look good as of July 1st. If you know, the OPP and the rest of the uh, police across Canada are saying we are not ready. I mean, we are going to need a big influx of budget, I would imagine, to beef up the police force. Well, you know, politicians need to listen to the people who have their feet on the ground. And, uh, 
you can't upload more work on already strapped uh, police agencies. We all know about the rumble that follows every time the police go to budget and all of that, and, and, and that's fine. But uh, it has to be realized that uh, for every, uh, every situation, there's intended and, and unintended consequences. And one of the consequences we know uh, in policing will follow, that the moment you implement something new, uh, more work for the police, it's going to create more of a hardship on their ability to do the work that they're mandated to do. And the other thing, too, you know, that hasn't been talked about is uh, how much travel all this uh, new legislation will have up and down all the courts. Uh, uh, you know, we saw it all happen with uh, with uh, drug, uh, with uh, alcohol-impaired driving. It's going to be no less with drug-impaired driving, for instance. It's going to be a, a monumental task to, to deal with this issue. But, you know, the police, to their credit, uh, they've always risen to do their job as best as they could. Uh, but certainly this is going to be a bit of a challenge for them, and, and the Canadian Association of Chiefs of Police are speaking to that issue. Julian, you're a former chief of the Toronto Police and the Ontario Police. What are your predictions come July the 1st? Well, I, I, I think that this is such a high-end policy, I believe, right out of the Prime Minister's mouth. And as such, I think everybody's uh, going to have to toe the line uh, in government, and uh, that's the way it works there. And uh, I don't see uh, any any major changes happening. I, I know and I respect the the, the entitlement of, uh, of elected governments to configure laws, but I also think there's a responsibility to take into account the input from those who are actually then uh, impacted with carrying out uh, some of these policies, and that's the police. Well, Julian, I appreciate your insight on this. Thank you so much for your time today. Have a great afternoon. Thank you. You're welcome. Cheers. That's Julian Fantino on the show talking about the fact that, you know, these senior police officers across Canada saying to MPs, we are not going to be ready for legalized cannabis on July 1st, 2018. Can we do anything about moving the date back? You know what I say, Chris? Good luck.